Hi everybody, before I jump into this episode, I want to let you know that the Money Medicine Clinic podcast is sponsored by my private members club, the Abundance Clinic Membership. This membership is filled with tools to help you manage your money with confidence and it is expanding all the time. So we often have guest sessions on all sorts of topics ranging from budgeting, manifesting, mindset, saving, investing and building a side hustle and basically everything in between. And you're well supported every single month by having accountability for your actions. So we have a group money date together once a month. We have an end of the month Q&A session where you can ask any questions of any money problems that you're having. And we have a mindset session as well to help you to improve your mindset around your finances. Um, There is so much more to the membership than what I can say in this very short clip. So if you want to come along and try it out for yourself, I'm running a $1 trial and you can try it out for 30 days. Everything is included. There's nothing held back from you and you get to see for yourself how awesome it is. So I hope you'll take me up on that offer. All you need to do is check out the show notes and there is a link there for you to come and join us in the Abundance Clinic membership. We cannot wait to meet you. So I'm going to get on with the episode now. Take care. Bye bye. next 10 minute takeaway I want to talk about how you arrange your finances with your partner it's a really difficult topic for some couples because both of you have come from different ways of being with money you've had different backgrounds different traumas potentially that have happened with money and then you come together and somehow you need to just know how to manage your money. Now, if you've only got your parents as reference for how to do this, and one of you is used to a parent having total control of your finances, whereas the other one perhaps um, had a more equitable way of doing things, then there may be some clashes. So if you have had this problem in your relationship, don't worry about it. You really, really aren't alone. And according to marriage.com, money is the number two cause of divorce. Now, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen to you if you're having problems with money in your relationship, but it certainly will not help. And I know that whenever I've had discussions with money, to partners in the past, it it does cause some weirdness. It's, you know, if you're not comfortable with money or you're not comfortable with having these conversations, it can feel really awkward. And what we tend to do then in those situations is kind of just ignore it, push it under the carpet, don't talk about it. And then it's only when something is not quite working that we then start to harbour these resentments around money. Particularly if one of you is going out working and and earning all the money and the other one um, is perhaps at home with children and you're sharing that resource. Because if you live with a spender or if you're living with somebody that's, you know, a massive hoarder of money, that can cause conflict because 
you know, you, you, if you don't understand each other, if you've got different money personality types, it can get really messy. So what I want to talk about is some of the questions that you can ask each other to open up the conversation about money. So the first thing is how much do you both earn? Have you ever had that conversation? Obviously, it's easy if one of you doesn't earn. But if you both earn, how much do you earn and have a conversation around it? There should be no shame between partners, particularly around this conversation. You should be open and honest with each other. You know, maybe don't do this on the first date, but certainly do it when you are considering big changes like um, moving in together, having children, opening up a joint account. You know, all of these things are all big deals. The next question is, what are your spending habits? So you might already know this just from observation, having a look at how they are with their money. But if you, you know, if it's still relatively new in your relationship, this is quite a good one. Um, you know, what are your spending habits? Is this something you particularly like spending money on? Is this, is this something that causes you anxiety? You know, particularly if you're also the one that does a lot of spending, you know, does this cause anxiety for you? You know, how do you like to spend money? Do you both know your credit scores? So that's question number three. Credit scores are really important when you're coming to do something big like buying a house together. When I remember when I was first talking about buying a house with my now husband, my credit score was terrible. And I was petrified of telling him that I had a bad credit score because of all the debt I was in. He didn't know how much debt I was in. And it took a lot of courage and a lot of tears, I will admit, to tell him what had been going on. And he he said that he'd suspected as much anyway, because, you know, we don't live in bubbles, do we? So we kind of knew that there was something not quite right. And it was fine. We managed to sort the house out without me needing to have, you know, contribution into that mortgage. And we're now four years down the line and we're looking at buying a new house again together and this time I'm now in a much better place so I know that my credit score is good his credit score is is good so we're we're fine we are going to be absolutely okay the next question is how do you see your future together so again this is something really important to do earlier on in the relationship you know do you imagine having children together are you looking to have a mortgage? Perhaps one of you wants to run off into the sunset and travel around the world, whereas the other one wants to plant roots. Which country do you want to do this in? If you're going to move forward on your relationship and not get into financial difficulty later on down the line, it's really important that you both have this vision as a couple. And then question number five is, how do you plan on managing your finances together? If you have only just started in the relationship um it might be a bit too soon but certainly when you're looking at living together when you're looking at you know buying a house together having a joint account is really useful but not everybody likes that idea if you've been brought up in a household where only one parent has control of the money that might feel really awkward for you if you're the one that earns all the money and your partner doesn't that again might feel really awkward for you because you've never had to share your money in that way before. So it's really important that you have a kind of a plan together for how you're going to manage your finances. 
So the next bit I wanted to talk about was giving you some ideas for how you could go and do this. And I've had some conversations with women in my community who are in my um, money membership and who are in my other groups. And we've come to the conclusion there are a couple of different ways. Now, if you've got another way, I would love to hear it. Please let me know. Just drop me an email, info at thefemalemoneydoctor.com or come into my Facebook group, um, Women Working Towards Money Freedom, and let me know what you think. But here are some of the ways that the the ladies came up with and, and some of the things I've heard about in my money coaching as well. So the first one is keep it all very separate. So couples who keep, you know, they both earn, they keep the money very, very separate. They don't have a joint account. Um, they just split their bills. So it might be that one couple sorts out the rent and sorts out um, maybe some of the, the groceries or something. And the other in the couple pays for all the bills. And they've roughly worked out the start of their relationship when they were doing this. That that's what you know, what was equitable. Now, one of the downsides with this is as you develop um, through your relationship and as things change, as it always does, because money is not a static thing, it's very flexible, um, you need to be aware that sometimes that stops becoming equitable. So if you, if you know, obviously as the cost of living is going up, bills become more expensive, groceries become more expensive. So just check in from time to time to make sure that your division of this split in bills is equitable. Now, if you do everything 100%, 50-50, great, then fine. You don't have to worry about that because as everything goes up, 50-50 will always go up as well. But if you don't do it like that and you're just randomly assigning bills and assigning groceries and stuff like that or kids clothing or whatever it is just be aware that one of you might be paying more so be very aware of that and track it and just see so you've got the numbers in front of you because if you're the one that's um, paying too much and the other one's not paying very much at all that can make you feel resentful and it might be the other person has no idea because you haven't looked at it but it you need to do that because otherwise that resentment becomes anger and then that's where the problems develop. The next way is you share everything. So you throw all your money together, once you know, and that's it. All of your money becomes your money. Now, this is the way that I did this in one of my previous relationships and it really was not good for me. I had no control over my own money. I had to ask whenever I wanted to spend something and generally I was met with a no which meant I ended up using credit cards for things I really wanted I just had no control and it felt horrible to me and that eventually ended the relationship because it was one of the reasons that um I I couldn't cope with I just I needed control of some money so that I could do be and have what I wanted so yes, you can share everything. And there are a lot of um, blogs out there that say that once you're married, you know, your money becomes their money and their money becomes your money. And it's all very shared. Um, But I still think you need to have some control. But that's that's me personally. If you want to do everything, share everything together, just make sure you're doing it safely. You've got open, honest and trust in your relationship so that you can go and spend money within the parameters of whatever you've set as your budget as a couple and it doesn't cause any problems. So it's just being very open and honest with each other. So the next one is how I do it. And it's separate money, but also together money. So I've got 
a joint account with my husband. We share all of um, the bills. So we put in an equitable, well, actually I put in slightly more into our bank account. He puts in slightly less because I earn slightly more than he does. And as my income increases, I'll be putting more into the account versus what he does because his his income is quite static. And that can cause problems in your relationship if that is the case for you too. Because unless you have that conversation and say, look, you're earning double than me, you should be putting in double the amount into our joint account, that is also going to harbour up resentment. So you can do this, but just make sure it's fair. That's why knowing each other's income is really important because then you can adapt it and change it as you need to. I've seen so many women, they get stuck in situations where their partner earns loads more than they do and yet their partner is expecting them to contribute in exactly the same way that they do which is just not fair so if one of you is earning more you should be putting more into this joint account to pay for all the bills and groceries and everything that you you share jointly and then you've also got your separate money so you've got your own personal account that you use for whatever you want if you want to go out and spend money on courses or you know going to get your nails done you don't have to be asking for permission to do that because you have got control of that money so obviously very useful if you are employed and your partner's employed as well if you are looking after children and you're not employed because you're at home um, looking after them then you need to come up with a way that allows you to still have control of some money of your own and you agree that up front with whoever is bringing in the money because you are contributing to the relationship just not in a monetary sense but you're doing it from looking after children if you were to employ somebody to look after children you'd have to be spending money on that person so technically that's what you should be paid you should be paid the money that you would be paying somebody else in order to look after the children but of course in real life that doesn't really help that doesn't you know we're doing that to save money but you have to realize your value that you are bringing to the relationship okay So that's separate and together. I've gone a little bit over my time, um, so it's not quite a 10 minute takeaway. It's more 12, 13 minutes. But I think it's important to have these kinds of conversations with your partner, because with money being, you know, such a big player in why people divorce, there's no need for it. We can have these conversations up front. We don't need to get ourselves into this situation in the first place. So what I hope you take from this is, Being open, being honest with your partner, coming up with a strategy that you can work together and checking in regularly to make sure that strategy is still working for you both. So good luck with that. And I would love to hear from you. So please get in touch if you've got any other ways that you like to manage money um, or if you've just got any comments in general, that would be great to hear from you. So take care. I love you and leave you now and I'll see you again soon. And that's it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money Medicine Clinic podcast. If you want to find something else to do now before the next one comes out, then please come and join us in the Facebook group, Women Working Towards Money Freedom. This is completely free. You don't have to be part of any of my programs. This is just a place that you can join that will help you to feel more confident and in control of your finances. So I hope you come and join us over there. But you can also find me on multiple other social media platforms so look look for the female money doctor and you will find me so you take care and i will see you in the next episode